Episode number 599. Are you asking for pennies? You're listening to the official BNI podcast with BNI founder and chief visionary officer, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Stay tuned for networking and referral marketing tips from the man who's been called the father of modern networking, along with suggestions and insights into getting the most from your membership in the world's largest networking organization, BNI. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the official BNI podcast. I'm Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio in Berkeley, California, and I'm joined on the phone today by the founder and the chief visionary officer of BNI, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Hello, Ivan. How are you, and where are you? Hi, Priscilla. I'm doing fantastic. I'm at my home office. I'm talking to you from my home office in Austin, Texas, and I have a, a guest on this week's podcast who's been on before, Mark Applebaum, and Mark uh, has been a BNI member for 14 years. He's been a director for four years. He's married to his wife, Tiffany, for almost 18 years. And they have two children, Ryan and Jenna. Mark's uh, recently become the director of marketing for a local law firm in Utah. And uh, he's on today with, I, I, I love the title of this. I love the topic. Uh, are you asking for pennies, which is about being specific with your asks. So Mark, um, what, what does it mean, uh, asking for pennies? Explain that. Well, thanks, Ivan, and, I, and thank you for having me on again. You know, my intention of today's podcast is to really help mem members fine-tune what they're already doing each week with the hope that they take their results to, to the next level. And so basically what that means is the reason why it's called asking for pennies or are you asking for pennies is because when it comes to making more money, which is one of the big reasons why members join BNI, people in general will often say, I want more money. Well, if I were to um, if you were to say those words, Ivan or Priscilla, um, I could give you a penny and I would have fulfilled on your ask. Now, is a penny what you wanted? Probably not, but it is what you asked for. You asked for more money. I gave you more money, but it's probably not what you, what you really wanted. Now, one of the great things about BNI is that every week we have, we as members get to ask exactly, exactly who and what we want. And it's almost like having a weekly genie in the bottle. And our chapter members are the genie fulfilling on the ask. The more specific we are with our ask, the easier we make it for the genie or chapter to give us what we want. You know, for instance, if you were a home inspector, more times than not, home inspectors want to be introduced to top producing real estate agents. But if they walked in each week and just said, um, a good referral for me would be, you know, top producing real estate agents, it most likely won't produce the results that they're hoping for. But if they, if they didn't know, if one didn't come to mind, if all they did was Google a top real estate agent in their area and walk in each week with a specific name, sure, somebody may not know that individual, but somebody may know somebody from that real estate office. And what would it be like if that member walked out each week with that exact person? that top producing agent. I mean, it would take their business to a whole nother level. I mean, sure, they have to do the work and build the relationships with, with that agent, but getting that foot in the door with that warm referral would make such a big difference. You well, know, I'm, I'm confused for a second, Mark, because you said Google that person. You're not suggesting that, that, that they give a referral through a, a Google connection, are you? No, 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 no. My, the Google reference was more for the home inspector. Like if, if, they, if they couldn't think of a real estate agent that came to mind, for them to just Google um, a real estate agent in the, air, in, the, in the area, a top 
like usually if they were to put you know top producing agents in Salt Lake City, let's say, yeah. which is the city I'm in, then walk into their BNI meeting and say, "This is the person I want to be introduced to. Who knows that person?" Got it. Got it. Now I understand. And yes, I couldn't agree more with that approach. Go ahead. You know, just using another example with a different industry, I'm going to use commercial insurance agents. And most commercial insurance agents, I'm sure a dream ideal client would be larger companies, 50 employees or more, 500, I mean, whatever the number would be perfect for them instead of just like a one or two man show. And I know here in Utah, I'm I'm guessing most states and cities have this um, resource, but you know, here in Utah, we have Utah Business Magazine, which comes out at least once a year with the book of lists, which in, in a variety of categories from um, hotels to marketing to uh, uh, legal. I mean, you could pretty much pick from whatever you want, the top companies in your state or in your city. And if all they did, and that usually, and they usually include, you know, how, how much revenue, how many, um, how many employees they have, who the uh, contact is at that uh, company. And if all they did each week was pick one of those companies each week and say, that's who I want. That would be a dream referral for me. Instead of just walking in, I'm looking for companies that are 50 employees or more. It, it doesn't serve us. Like again, if, if we're the genie in the bottle, the more specific we can get, as you always say, Ivan, specific is terrific. The more specific we get, the better it is for our members to fulfill on that fulfill on that ask. Uh, I agree with you completely, Mark. Let me tell you a quick story that I think uh, fits what you're talking about. First of all, it's it's counterintuitive to most members to be crazy specific. Instead, what they try to do is be very broad. You know, I do everything. I can do all these things. So it's counterintuitive. But what you're saying, I believe, is absolutely correct. One of the best examples of this is um, when when I was showing how this worked to be incredibly specific, I went around the room of a chapter and I asked them, to give the name of someone they were looking for, a specific person that they were looking for, which is exactly what you're talking about. Here's where it's hysterical. The man's wife was in the room and she stood up and said, I know that person. Why didn't you ever ask me that? (laughs) And we all just laughed because it's amazing, uh, you know, who may know that person in the room. And because you've never asked, it doesn't get fulfilled. So I agree completely. So what are some ideas that you suggest for members who, who are more, you know, B2C? So, you know, whether it be chiropractors or massage therapists, anyone that's dealing more with the public, you sure it's, you, you can't just, you're not going to just Google Joe Smith or whatever, wh- whoever it is out there. But an approach that I like to use, or I, I also share with my chapters that I'm a director over would be the phrase, who are the people that are talking to the people you want to be talking to? I'll say that again. Who are the people that are talking to the people you want to be talking to? So if you're, um, what the example I usually use is a roofer. So somebody who's putting new roofs or repairing roofs on homes. So if often when I ask the roofers in the chapters, would you rather do a home that's $150,000 or would you rather do a million dollar home? And yes, they'll do both, but they typically say they'd rather do the million dollar house. And a couple of reasons why is one, there's more profit typically in the larger home. And two, that million dollar homeowner is knows other million dollar homeowners. And so there, there's more of an opportunity. Well, then I take it to the next level of, okay, what are the characteristics of the million dollar homeowner? Somebody that typically owns that valued home. Well, 
Usually they're a business owner, they drive nicer cars, they go on nicer vacations, they wear nicer clothes. Okay, so now you break down a, a little bit more. Okay, so a travel agent, a custom clothing person, or a haberdasher, or a Lexus, or BMW, or a Mercedes uh, salesperson. Um, and then, so now if each week they just picked each of those categories, a different travel agent in the area, a different um, high-end car salesperson in the area, and walked in and said, I want to be introduced to that car salesperson because that car salesperson is going to, if I, once I build a relationship up with them, will then introduce me to the people I want to be talking to. And for, again, for the business to consumer, whether it be, you know, um, chiropractors or massage therapists, there, you know, anyone dealing with health and wellness, whether it be physical therapists, whether it be family doctors, whether it be alternative doctors, whether it be, those are the people that are talking to the people they want to be talking to. So the more they could research those companies or those other businesses in their area and ask for introductions for them, they'll lead them to the people they want to be talking to in most cases. Well, I think asking for the introduction is key and, and, and you can't be vague. You know, I need to I need the manager of a, of a hotel. That's just too vague. You know, what hotel, what's the person's name? You're absolutely correct. And again, it's totally counterintuitive. I'll tell you one other real quick story with the same result. I was in another group where we were getting laser specific. And this person said, I'm trying to meet this individual with this company. And she was really specific, had the name, the company, everything, the city. And <laughs> the person who sponsored her into the chapter. Oh, f first, she said, I've been trying to get through to the, to the individual, but I can't get past the receptionist. I can't get past the assistant to talk to her. And the person who sponsored this member into the chapter said, Sally, that's my sister-in-law. <laughs> you know, we, I, I, you know, I, I, I've got her mobile phone number. And it was really funny because had I not done that exercise in the chapter, she may have never Ask and the and 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 Sally even said to her, "Why didn't you tell me that?" And of course, what do you think the woman said? You know, you never asked. <laughs> so you got to ask. Uh, absolutely right. Well, do you have any uh, closing thoughts on this topic? Really, the closing thought, and, and I hear you say this also, Ivan, is um, what's who's your BHAG? Who's your big, hairy, audacious goal? Like, if you got to meet and be starting to do business with this person or this company, what would that be like? And how, how would it be like if, if you landed that? And so if, you're, if you've been asking for pennies, watch what happens when you start asking for exactly what you want. That's really what I wanted to leave members Yeah, with. And, and you know, you may not hear people, you know, they're obviously not asking for pennies, but they're, they're asking for business. And I think it's the same concept. You may get business, but is it the kind of business you want? You know, if you're asking for pennies worth of business, then that's what you're going to get. So, um, Mark, this is, a, this is a great spin on a concept that I think is so critical uh, for the success of BNI members. And uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to do this podcast with me today. Thank you, Ivan. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, my pleasure. That's uh, Mark Applebaum with uh, BNI Utah. Back to you, Priscilla. I think that's it for this week. Thank you so much for the great information. For more of Ivan's content, go to IvanMeisner.com. Thank you so much for listening. This is Priscilla Rice, and we look forward to having you join us again next week for another exciting episode of the official BNI Podcast. <music>